0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast with your hosts Shelley and Bella. everybody, and welcome to episode 103, 103 of the Weird, Wacky, and Wonderful <laughs> Stories podcast.
1: Wow, well, I was just playing with the camera. I know.
0: You usually go, Hi,
1: everybody. Oh, okay. Hi, everybody. There
0: we go. There we go. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to be reading a bit during this because we've got quite a bit of information I want to get through. But first of all, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who sent their well wishes. Obviously, you will know that Bella's going to yawn any second. She's trying to stifle it again. Every time we go on to a podcast, (laughs) you start yawning.
1: Well, I can't help it. I didn't sleep much. You woke me up at 4 o'clock this morning.
0: Actually, you woke me up at 4 o'clock this morning.
1: Whatever. You woke me up. But then you gave me a scone or two, so yeah, that was okay then.
0: Yeah, okay. So once again, thank you to all of you lovely listeners that have got in touch giving us well wishes because of the birth of our grandson, uh, which we are absolutely thrilled about, and uh, congratulate my daughter Vicky and her partner Jack on the birth of Stirling, uh, after the great Sterling Moss racing car driver. Um, so, was it? Was it really? Yeah. Did you no. not know that? No. Oh, no right. I, okay. I,
1: I don't have a clue about things. I don't know. I I get my information from you. That's yeah.
0: it. Okay. <laughs> well, um, yes, yeah, so that's why an episode wasn't out last weekend, but uh, why we're putting one out this weekend, which is obviously out of sync. There will be another one next weekend as well. We didn't book a guest for this episode because we knew that there was going to be sort of like, you know, we may be called away at short notice, which in, in actual fact we were because we were called away a week early. So, um, yes... Uh, we will get back onto the schedule. We have got some great guests booked for the future, but it won't be this episode or the next episode. You've just got us.
1: Oh, what a shame.
0: Yeah. <laughs> look at this, look. I'm only visiting. Can you see that? I'm only visiting.
1: When you're leaving?
0: I don't know. Goodness knows. You keep asking me that. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's get on with the stuff today. Um, first of all, uh, we would like to say happy 4th of July. To all of y'all Americans out there, um, yes,
1: it's kind of unusual for a Brit to wish us the Fourth of July, though. A happy Fourth of July, seems how you know we left y'all and had to fuck off over to the, over the pond to get our independence.
0: Well, yeah, true,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but at the same time, you know, glad you left.
1: And, and, then, um, I, and then I came back. What kind yeah. of an idiot am I? <laughs> God,
0: oh, charming. <laughs> no no look at the end of the day we the fact that you've got your independence now is, is great as far as I'm concerned yes
1: do you know my dad told me a long time ago right he said people people uh, move far from where they're from for two reasons one is love one is money mm-hmm. I do love you yeah
0: yeah <laughs> that's a fucking good job wow okay so There's a couple of things I wanted to touch on. Uh, First of all was the big news this week in, obviously, the UFO world, and I'm sure that um, Richard Lenny, you know, next week will will probably talk about it. I don't know. Um, But was the the report that came out via the US intelligence, uh, the report on UFOs. There's been a lot of talk about this over the last couple of weeks, um, and, you know, depending on what you read... You get kind of different spin-offs from it. The best thing to do is read it yourself, uh, which I've done. um, And it is a little bit frustrating, if I'm honest with you. Um, I did read uh, an interview by a guy, not an interview, sorry, an article by a guy uh, called Chris Impey. Now, he actually works for um, the University of Arizona. And he Mm. works as, a, uh, in fact, a distinguished professor of astronomy.
1: So he's got a little bit of gray hair and that.
0: Probably, yet, yeah, like myself, although yeah. I did shave it. Um, so he talks about this nine-page report. Um, can't believe it was only nine pages, but nine-page report it was uh, that came out of US intelligence. Um, and it really said that of the reports that they've been looking into for the last however long, um, they have um, came come up with, would you mind? Sounds like you're farting all the time. Stop moving. You are farting. No.
1: (laughs) You are? Now it's not making the noise. (laughs) See?
0: There's 144 (laughs) cases uh, which they looked at within this report, uh, cases that have been reported by pilots or members of the public, military personnel, etc. And out of that report, they then said, okay, this is what we think about UFOs or UAPs, as they now term them. Uh, First of all, they said that, of the reports, there was limited data and inconsistent reporting. now, to me, um that really boils down to their failure to act upon the reports because you know once the reports are given, you know they could look into it further, but maybe they don't maybe they just get the file and then file it yeah. you know um, stop they also say that um that some of the uh, cases that have been reported could actually be down to faulty sensors um, or spoofing. Faulty
1: sensors. Or
0: observer misinterpretation. Um, So they're they're going into blaming there, you know, some of the technology that we use, and maybe it's the sensors um, on these aircraft or whatever that are picking things up. But in a lot of cases, there's actually things are not only seen on the camera, but they're seen on radar and other things as well. So it would have to be multiple sense of failure, wouldn't it? You know, in a lot of cases, not all, but in a lot of cases. Um, well,
1: I read something on the news the other day that I can't even remember what country it was. That Now they've got some things that the US military can't te- detect, whether it's drones or bombs or whatever it is
0: so what you're saying is a is a country that you don't know of has something that you it. don't know of but, I, but I, america can't detect i thank you for the information
1: <laughs> i scanned it i scanned i scanned it you
0: have faulty sensors
1: <laughs> yeah no but um but i just remember thinking that that's rather worrisome if Because it wasn't like it was Russia. Hang on a
0: minute. How is it worrisome now when you've had stealth technology, you know, uh, I say, you Americans have had stealth technology for a while that other countries can't pick up on. Well, so, exactly. So, w- so you are okay know, with that? Yeah. Oh, right. yeah okay. All right. Yeah, I was alright with that. Yeah. Happy Independence only Day.
1: Beca- <laughs> <laughs> only because we stick our nose into everything, even if it doesn't concern us, we stick our nose into everything. So we've got to have better technologies because we're we, we're like at risk more because that's all we do is get in everybody else's business, and now. Now there's this thing that they can't, I uh, swear.
0: So I know you do. Often.
1: Mm, you're funny. No, I, I'm going to have to look on my phone now so I can find
0: it. Right, while you do that, I'm going to carry on talking to our lovely listeners. Okay. Um Because... Um, What they did say in this report is that UAPs clearly pose a safety issue. Um, Really? In fact, a safety of flight issue, which was quite interesting as well. So that's one of the things that Richard Lenny talks about a lot, is the fact that these UAPs are interacting with airlines, or with airline pilots, with craft, etc., and in some cases can cause accidents. So that's one thing that Richard talks about regularly. So this report actually supports that and also says that it also poses a threat to U.S. national security.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I read that in the article that I read the other stuff in too. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, so what I was going to say is if Britain actually was in charge and all of the stuff was seen here, all these UFOs and things, because they said it poses a risk, there would be health and safety little guidebooks floating around, all in space, for all the aliens to grab and read. Be careful, <laughs> and you don't do this or do that. Oh, you have a really big head, you know, you poor alien. Maybe you should wear a little neck brace, or else you might hurt yourself. Or yeah, <laughs> can you imagine that?
0: I, I smile, but you're absolutely right. <laughs>
1: yeah, they'll come. They'll come with like. Um, what are those things? Splints and str- and, and and uh crutches and neg- lay- they'd have oh, to and wear. A, they'd have to wear a
0: hard hat because they're working at heights. Yeah, 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 coming yeah. down the yeah. coming down off of the UFO onto the onto the terrain. Do you know what? This is no word of a lie. When um Sophie and I were travelling up um north the other day, we passed a field a field, okay, where people were picking, I assume, fruit or veg or whatever. And there was probably about thirty or forty people in this field. Do you know what? every single one of them had a high viz vest on. There was no machinery in the field. It was people with baskets picking stuff and I thought to myself then, what on earth are they you know do they expect to suddenly but, come into that field and take them by surprise bird poop bird poop
1: well, I mean that's the only thing I can think of bird
0: poop. My mum said that she thought that maybe they were like scaring off um <laughs> Like birds or <laughs> like something scare in curves.
1: hives, yeah. Scarecrows.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I'm not convinced. I honestly think it's health and safety gone mad. Well, um,
1: but it has. I know. It really I know. has. I know
0: um Definitely. anyway back to these 144 sightings apparently only one of them was identifiable and lo and behold we got that whole weather boom, balloon um excuse again because they said that this one sighting, which they found that was identifiable actually turned out to be a large deflating balloon so um there's still 144 th- uh no let's do that again there's still 143 by my maths um cases that they haven't been able to identify and yet they've come out with a conclusion um that says that um the there's limited data in consistent reporting um but that there is a real di- risk potentially. Um they also um said that the UAPs that we're seeing could actually have a terrestrial um, you know uh, what's the word, uh, originate here on Earth um, and possibly by China or Russia <coughs> or, um, you know, another country that um, has interests in flying over over U.S., predominantly because these are U.S. reports, uh, airspace. So, you know, it's... Uh, It's it's quite a good report to be honest with you. This uh, Chris Impey goes on to say, um, and I will put a link to this in the show notes. He goes on to say that UFOs are a taboo subject within scientists, you know, within the scientific community. And that if you are seen to obviously support this kind of thing or look into it, then it will harm your reputation, which is why a lot of um, scientists are not doing it. And a search of 90,000 recent and current grants that have been awarded by the National Science Foundation actually found zero, zero that addressed the UFO phenomena.
1: Well, I think that um, the UFO stuff, it, it is scientific it's not a sociological thing. It's not like we're going to plan what we're going to say or how, how when they do come down, it's going to affect our society. Obviously, it's going to, right? But the other, the issue about it being a scientific thing, well, it is. Is I mean, what else is it?
0: It has to be. And I mean, the, if, if one thing, this report has actually shown that, okay, they... They believe there are things happening in the air in the airspace, and it may be a foreign threat, and if it is a foreign threat, then it needs to be looked at and and investigated. And so it may be that scientists will now look at it because maybe scientists will want to say, well, actually, we want to look into it because if there is a threat, we want to be the ones to find it. We want to be the ones to detect it, find out exactly what it is. That could get funding. I mean, so, hey,
1: I saw Armageddon and they had to fly through space and land on the thing that, what was it, an asteroid or a meteor. And, and remember that? And, they'd and they had to land on it and had to destroy it. Do you remember that in the movie?
0: Uh, yeah, I remember that. I'm wondering what that has to do with UFOs. But it's
1: science.
0: C- correct.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if we needed to know what... um. Okay, so presumably a gun wouldn't work. So if if the aliens are coming, we would need to know what to use to destroy their ship.
0: Correct, but we're so not just talking about science. aliens. We're, yes, yeah, it is science. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. There's just no point arguing.
1: Really. What? I'm just saying. No, no, I agree. It is. No,
0: good point. <laughs> well <is>. made.
1: <laughs> well, no, don't do that. No, no I'm
0: joking. I'm joking.
1: But, but it it has to be science
0: it's is, it's is science i get it well interestingly astronomers um they reckon that there may be three we've already spoken about this they reckon there may be 300 inhabitable worlds just within our our galaxy our milky way um and um the trouble is that leads to a paradox and the paradox is called the fermi paradox fermi because it was some professor called fermi that that worked it out but he explained that advanced civilizations like ours if you can call them advanced i mean we are compared to others yeah it yeah.
1: depends on what you compare us to yeah, like exactly. you know a yeah. bug yeah
0: yeah um well not always um but <laughs> anyway um <laughs> we would a an advanced civilization would try and move into other areas of the galaxy because that's how you would survive you know you couldn't guarantee the the you know the existence of your planet forever so you would go on to other planets you would look you would try and get other resources etc cetera, etc cetera. so so civil advanced civilizations will spread themselves out what i know you stifled that one well i don't reckon anyone even noticed that um, <laughs> um, so it's a paradox You're it's trying a Fermi, to get me it's to yawn a, it's, a Fermi, it's the Fermi paradox because astronomers know about that And they know that there is 300 potential inhabited um, Or planets capable of supporting life And yet we don't see that Or astronomers are not seeing evidence of that throughout our galaxy
1: Well, maybe it's not in our galaxy.
0: They are talking about the 300 planets in our galaxy. They're here. That's science. (laughs)
1: Wait, no. I just had a thought.
0: Oh, God.
1: If we have galaxy chocolate... Oh, fucking hell. That's where the Milky Way came from. And Mars? Well, we call it a Milky Way back home. But that makes sense now.
0: (laughs) There there are days like this where suddenly something will click, you know? Um, No, I I find that quite interesting, the fact that astronomers are looking at it. But there was a review in 1990, um, and it was headed by um, a panel that was led by a guy by the name of Peter Surrack. And he was a professor of applied physics at Stanford. And he said that... um, very often sightings are accompanied by some kind of physical evidence so it could be impressions in the ground or it could be um you know um a radar trace or something there's some other kind of physical um evidence a crop that circle? goes along a crop circle anything like that you know could be going along with it and so um he then said or the panel concluded that this kind of stuff is worthy of further investigation um, and in fact he surveyed astronomers actual astronomers that were looking into space and he found that almost half of all of the astronomers that were surveyed said that yes they believed that there was um there was um a need to study ufos um with the belief that obviously they came from space um further um, and that the of the people that agreed to that, they found that they were the younger and better informed astronomers of the UFO phenomena.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, to our parents and grandparents, that was all just really weird stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. now it's like I more think, mainstream. Yeah,
0: I think that going forward, it will actually help the ufo community the fact that younger people and shows like this and other shows are raising awareness of it it will become more mainstream and then hopefully it will turn the turn the whole sort of and yeah. there it was there we go <laughs> you you feel happy now you let it go yeah okay i had to do it so did you get anything by the way have you got anything for today's show Or, or?
1: not about this sort of stuff no okay my stuff is different
0: oh, oh really Okay.
1: did you know you know well you don't know but you know Marilyn Monroe right
0: yes yeah Yeah. yeah. and
1: and you know the sort of iconic thing that's always shown in her and her white dress when the dress blows up yeah yeah so they made a statue of it okay and people there are a lot of people who don't like it because they say it's sexist now I can totally get that argument but not if it is something i mean she didn't seem to mind did she it i just think why is that sexist that is something that happened it is a pose that happened and it is one that even if even if you don't know much about marilyn monroe at all or can name any of her movies or anything people know about that pose with when the dress blows up right yeah. So, do you think it's sexist?
0: Well, I, I would like to know on what basis is it sexist? Is it sexist because people are saying that it um, undermines women? Um, because it's kind of like, almost like some wanting to look under a skirt or something? I mean, I mean what is, what, what are they finding sexist about it?
1: The fact that it's, you know, a skirt blows up. But you don't
0: see anything. I mean...
1: Well, I surely hope they haven't carved anything in there. (laughs) I mean, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Carved anything in there. What? I mean, in the statue. Yeah, I kind of got that. (laughs) No, it's just. (laughs) (laughs) Chisel mark was a little bit deep. Yeah, yeah, no. uh, No, I. I I didn't mean that they were showing anything. See, what I'm, I'm saying is it, uh, the shirt, the, the skirt only came up to sort of like mid thigh. See, I what, can, hang on a second. the The skirt only came up to sort of mid thigh anyway, didn't it? In that, well, no, it was
1: that. down a little lower
0: than that. Well, okay. It was
1: it was at least knee length, and it blew up.
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When it blew up, it only went sort of went to mid thigh when it blew up, didn't it? It didn't,
1: I, I, in, I as
0: don't, to my I, recollection. Anyway, I
1: don't know. I don't. I'm I'm just saying. To me, that's just ridiculous. What would be sexist is for someone to take some... I can't even think of a person to use without getting myself in trouble.
0: Well, no, let me... A uh,
1: famous woman who...
0: Have a look at some of the award ceremonies that they go to, right? The actors and actresses and and all that sort of... You can't say actresses anymore because that's sexist. Actors uh, go to um, where they're wearing really skimpy dresses um stuff that that almost see-through we've seen like see-through dresses at these mm-hmm. sorts of places is that sexist those are women choosing and in a lot of cases those are powerful influential women choosing to wear those things at that point um yeah. and if you've only got to walk down the street on, an, on a warm day and people um uh, women are wearing a lot less mm-hmm, than what mm. that statue i would assume depicts so yeah. I don't see it personally as sexist, and as a bloke, I wouldn't look at it in a in a sort of like under, undermining way to women. In fact, if anything, I would look at it and say that was Marilyn Monroe. She was successful. She, yeah, that's you know, what,
1: that's what I mean. I found it she's really, iconic.
0: that That image is iconic.
1: I found it really strange that people found that to be sexist. I mean. It was something she obviously was proud of. I don't. I don't ever remember seeing or hearing. Obviously, I wasn't alive then. Hard to believe, but you know that she didn't like it. You know, if she if if it had been sort of like her going, "Oh, I hate that picture. I wish that never happened. It looks terrible." And then, with that knowledge, you go forward and make a
0: statue. But like that was that, that was her. But that was her hook anyway. Exactly. She was, you know, that happy birthday mister President. You know, it's all that's
1: like Trump then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine that? Can you imagine him doing that? Um no, but that whole that whole thing, that whole, that all played on her sexuality and her power yeah. as a woman to be able to, you know
1: Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I just I, I don't know. I'd be interested to know what some of y'all think about that because
0: You know, we're going to turn into a political podcast, ladies and and gentlemen.
1: And then also that kind of ties in with the, you know, the they unveiled the Diana statue the other day. And so it's her with three kids around her and um, which is supposed to represent how caring she was and and all that sort of stuff, which is great. But I just don't understand why. The thought maybe didn't cross anyone's mind to actually have the, you know, William and Harry as children there with her. Do you know what I mean? Is
0: it not William and Harry with her?
1: No, no. It's it says it's three kids. Oh. But I th- I just wondered why I didn't
0: even know there was three kids. I thought there was two. No, there's there's three. Well, I'll show it to you. That's all right. Um. Well, you can get that. That's fine. But let's um. While you're looking at that, let's uh, carry on so our audience don't fall asleep. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, um, did you know that there was a South Korean designer, South Korean industrial designer, okay, um, who has... Have you heard of um, smartphone zombies? Do you know what a smartphone zombie is? No. You know when you're walking down the street, like you are doing exactly now, right, and you're looking down at your phone... And you're not paying attention to what's going oh, yeah, and on. You and you're just you like trip, a zombie you, and you fall into stuff mm, and yeah. you know, get hit by a truck and all this sort of stuff. A smartphone zombie. So this South Korean industrial designer, his name is going to be totally butchered here, uh, Pang Min Wook. Um, he, um, he's 28 and he's come up with this eyeball. I'll stick a picture of it on the screen for you. Right about there-ish now. He's got a... Eyeball that he sticks on his on his forehead um and it has a, a eyelid <laughs> that opens. So basically it senses stuff in front of you. So if you're on your phone and you're looking down and you're walking along, if it senses something within a certain range, its eyelid will open. Um, and presumably cast it onto your phone. I don't know. Um, But it will also make bleeps and everything and let you know you're about to be killed by a truck.
1: Well, that's probably a good thing. It's like there's reverse sensors on a car.
0: Yeah, but what a world we're living in that now we have to wear a third eyeball because we're too stupid. Is
1: that what you were looking at earlier? Yeah. I couldn't figure out what the hell Because we're too stupid
0: now. To um, to actually, you know, be careful and watch ourselves. You said earlier that we're more intelligent than than insects, not always,
1: not well, always. Yeah,
0: you I don't mean, see an insect flying about going. Oh, I'd rather look at this actually. Do you? Well, I mean, they hit my car windscreen a lot. It always makes me wonder what they're looking at then.
1: Exactly they going, oh, a tasty morsel. I want some. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and
1: then it gets smushed on the glass. They're doing... window shopping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> window shopping.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So, did you find what you needed to find?
1: No, no because every time I try to look at it the sound comes on my phone so I don't want to do it. I'm just trying to see. I really thought it was 3 children. I thought there was two on each side of her and one behind her, but I can't find a picture I'm of it now. I'm pretty sure it's 2. Well, we need kids. To, we need to settle this then. So can you please have a look?
0: This is Sorry everybody.
1: What? This Not, is an un, unedited
0: but, th- podcast for you.
1: Oh, let me tell you what. This is what you do all the time. Watch TV. R- rewind. What's he in? Rewind. What's she in? Pause. Where's IMDB? Have to look it up. Oh, I knew that was them. Look, they were in this that we watched and that that they watched. Yeah. Yeah, this is no different.
0: Two kids. Count them.
1: I'm oh, No, no, no. You. Actually, actually,
0: there is another pair of legs there. There are three. Thank kids. you. Okay, and one of them's a girl. So. Ex- thank okay. you. All right. Fair enough. Right. There we go. Debate settled. Right. And you won.
1: And that what?
0: <laughs> Did you know? Right. This is this is really interesting. Talking about smartphones, a drug dealer was recently caught because he posted a picture. On an encrypted, you know that encrypted uh, chat thing that that all the criminals were using—that Encro chat?
1: No, but go on. Well,
0: this it, it was this this big thing that was worldwide. A lot of drug dealers were using it, and it was super encrypted, and it was only done on burner phones, and it was it, it basically it was like WhatsApp on steroids, right? Cool. Who invented that? Uh, I, well, I I believe it was invented purely for.
1: That's what I mean. Drug
0: cartels to be able to move stuff without being detected. Anyway, so on this Encro chat, one of these really intelligent drug dealers decided to post a picture of him holding some cheese, right? some Stilton cheese. Cheese. Right? And this is absolutely fantastic because what the police did was they enhanced the image and were able to look at his fingerprints and detect who he was from a photograph of him holding cheese. so So then they could then read...
1: That's some good camera shit there, isn't it?
0: I know. That's when you wish you hadn't bought that 30-megapixel camera yeah. in there. Do you know what I mean?
1: Dang, it must have cost a fortune for that kind of software or camera or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, it's interesting.
1: So we, what was it we heard on uh, TV the other day... Um, about how babies get their fingerprints. <gasps> That's what we need to yeah. check. No, I did. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it true? Yeah. That's how they get their fingerprints and their footprints?
0: Yes, yes. So babies, when they're in the womb...
1: Awesome!
0: And they are like this against the... the What do they call it? The sack? sack the
1: amniotic, yeah.
0: sack. amniotic sack? Amniotic sack. When they put their hands up against the side like this and their feet up against the thing the um the fingerprints are actually indentations caused by
1: wait that, a minute wait a minute cell
0: wall that um
1: well i have to disagree about this i think this deserves further investigation it true. I only looked it because up. okay but sh- sh- what if you got twins
0: what if you got twins
1: well don't they have the same fingerprints no well, I don't know, do I? That's why I'm asking you.
0: <laughs> no, they, I don't believe that twins have... Now you're going to have to Google that, aren't you? But I'm pretty sure that twins don't you, have...
1: You, you Google
0: it. No, you Google it.
1: Fine. I'll Google it.
0: <sighs> okay, while she's Googling it, I am actually going to look at something on my phone because um. I am I am um, always being told by my kids that I tell dad jokes, and they're really embarrassed by some of the jokes that I say. So, the other day, because it was Father's Day here in the UK, um, in fact, it may have been Father's Day everywhere, but it was Father's Day here, um, there was a a, a list done uh, and a poll of the best dad jokes.
1: Okay, you're right. Thank you. They do not have the same fingerprints. Okay. Need O.
0: Needle. That
1: is so cool.
0: Excellent. Put your phone away. Listen to this. Will you put your phone away? No, because I'm reading it off my phone. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> All right. So, um, best dad jokes, apparently. Oh, right? God. Or have I
1: heard these?
0: No. Oh, thank God. I once hired a limo, but when it arrived, the guy driving it walked off. I said, excuse me, are you not going to drive me? Get your arm out of my frame. Sorry. The guy told me that the price didn't include a driver, so I <laughs> so I'd spent four hundred pounds on a limo and had nothing to show for it.
1: Aha. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, yeah, that's good. Okay, um, why did the man fall down the well? Because he wasn't looking. Because he didn't see that well.
1: Well, I was close, but not really. <laughs>
0: not really. I messed funny.
1: up the punchline.
0: Yeah. yeah, which is the joke.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay, uh, what did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? Aye, matey. (laughs) Okay. Um, someone has glued my pack of cards together. I don't know how to deal with it.
1: Oh, funny.
0: What do you call a zombie who cooks stir-fries? Stir-fries? Stir-fry, you know, stir-fry.
1: Um...
0: A zombie cooking a stir-fry. What? Dead man walking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that one.
0: (laughs) I was wondering why my Frisbee kept looking bigger and bigger. Then it hit me. No, that's terrible. I was stood behind a customer at an ATM and he turned around and said, could you check my balance? So I pushed him. His balance wasn't that great. (laughs) Um. Why did the scarecrow get an award? Because he was outstanding in his field.
1: Uh Oh, actually, he's not actually standing, is he? Poor dude's got a pole up his ass. I mean, you know.
0: He's telling everyone he's standing. He ain't telling them he's got a pole (laughs) up his ass. Do you know what I mean? I'm standing, you know? Yeah. What did the daddy buffalo say to his son when he left for work?
1: What did the Daddy Buffalo say to his son? When he went to work. When he went to work.
0: I don't know. Bye, son.
1: Uh
0: Uh-huh. Here we go. I knew you didn't get it initially. (laughs) Two two guys walked into a bar. The third guy ducked.
1: (laughs) But oh. what if it was a teeny little okay, ball bo- or this one wouldn't Whitney Trip stuff? This one
0: you've heard, because it was on Jurassic Park. What do you call a blind dinosaur? A Jatinkisaurus. Oh, my gosh. One, don't you remember that on... Um... No. No? Oh, well. well, that's that's me done. So we've only got whatever you've got, no? Nothing. Nothing,
1: honey. You got nothing, honey. Nothing, honey.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to get on with our Saturday then.
1: Yeah. Thank you. What are you. we doing?
0: Sleeping because you woke me up at four o'clock this you, morning. You. So, um. Mmm. Mmm.
1: Sound like a cow then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too many yeah. Jokes.
1: So we're going to do our Saturday now.
0: Yes, so thank you very much for listening, guys. Really do appreciate it. Thank you for being so patient with us, even though we didn't send one out last week. Uh, thank you for waiting until this week. If you did, if you didn't wait till this week and you're not watching this anyway, then fuck you because you didn't see it anyway. Ooh, explicit, um,
1: explicit. Yeah. Explicit.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Boop,
1: that's beep. what we need. Yeah. We need to get a beep. The
0: trouble is now I can't just do a bleep. I've got to do that as well. So you <laughs> Yeah. Um We are Toy in with an idea of um setting up a facebook group if you think that's a good idea and you'd like to get in touch with other people um maybe have a conversation with them over the kind of stuff that we discuss here and oh. maybe get a little community together then let us know we're just having, playing with the idea if you guys are not interested we won't bother spending the time on it yeah,
1: and if there is anybody out there who is more intelligent than us <laughs> it shouldn't be hard but who would like to be uh, a guest on the show
0: you know, you can get in touch on Facebook. Yeah, if you're reading a book or something at the moment, something that, um, you know, you might want us to speak to the author or whatever that deals with anything that's weird, wacky or wonderful, let us know, and we'll maybe get in touch with them. Um, if you want to come on the show and tell us about something, then you can do that as well. Not yeah,
1: yeah, we're all ears. Yeah,
0: and now we got this Y'all YouTube thing as well. You can uh, you can jump on there if you want to or not. Up to don't you. worry.
1: If you don't want to be seen, we can always just put one of the... Um, filters on you and nobody'll yeah. know who you are.
0: Yeah, just like a a cat or something. <laughs> what? A cat, was, or something. Yeah,
1: okay, a
0: cat or something. Yeah, <laughs> okay, cat or something. Cat or something. What was that that um <laughs> that thing on um that Zoom meeting that really famous one that happened during the lockdown and that oh, lawy- that yes. lawyer that lawyer said didn't he went I'm not a cat. <laughs>
1: Have I been a cat the whole all, this whole time or something?
0: Yeah, have I been a cat this whole time? I'm not really a cat. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, don't forget you can uh, follow us on our website, www.weirdwackywonderful.co.uk. You can also hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I think that's about it this week. Yeah, I think
1: yeah? so. Yeah.
0: Thank you very much for listening, guys, and don't forget to stay weird, weird wacky, wacky, and, and wonderful. You wonderful. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Am I going into your frame? Am I? Am I?
0: You see what I have to put up with? That is sexism.
1: No, that's me being mean.
0: Mm-hmm. Happy 4th of July. Take care, guys.
1: God bless America.